It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin with you on this Saturday, and it's a fine Saturday, I must say, because the one and only Long Island, New Hampshire redneck, Brian Bro, is back on the show. Brian, what is up, my man? Oh, man, it's good to be back, brother. It's good to be back. It's been a long haul. It feels uh, like a life sentence for us here. <laughs> with CV got picked up um, by the black helicopter last week, so he's not here with it us. Finally, it finally got him, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, it's good. He said he wanted to kind of give uh, give you some time, and that's cool. We've got a great very show. Cool, We've cool. got Pastor Jim Garlow coming by the program. He's got... A big event coming up in Washington. If you don't know who Pastor Jim Garlow is, you're going to want to know. Uh, a lot of hand-to-hand work with Donald Trump when he was in office. One of his spiritual leaders, him and his wife, uh, they're going to be a part of a huge rally. It's spiritual rally. It's going to have so many great people. Susan Bachman, uh, Mich- I'm sorry, Michelle Bachman, and um, quite a few other names that will be recognizable there. And Rocky, who got all the signatures that he needed to obtain in order to run. So we'll talk to Rocky about his campaign. And it's been a big, big week. And of course, we haven't spoken about two months since you've been off getting some classes and, and passing some tests, which I'm happy about. But there's been a lot of movement here, Brian. And one of it is a movement that was really started off by the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, to really overturn Roe versus Wade, which sent all the leftists into a tailspin. Um, This has turned into something of a, what they're trying to make as a constitutional right that was never really supposed to be. But now we're seeing it's in the hands of the American people. So we've got elected state leaders, 26 states have laws in place to protect the unborn, And others are taking action as well to do it. Likewise, governors in South Dakota, Indiana, South Carolina, and Nebraska have called for special legislative sessions to pass pro-life bills in response to the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. While many many states have already had protections for life on the books, our pro-life fight is only getting started. Jessica Anderson, executive director of Heritage Action for America, told the Daily Signal. Heritage Acton is is a grassroots affiliate of the Heritage Foundation, who Lee Lee Elsie has on on a weekly basis. So um, this is a big win for Christian Americans, I would say. And I would also say that it is long overdue. But the violence is being upticked, Brian, to the point where they've started to make threatens when it comes from Antifa threatening pro-life action centers, pro-life action centers, where they actually help women who are thinking about abortion have the other option. Now, you have people being threatened who have nothing to do with any of this, but this shows you just how evil this all is. 
And Brian, this is probably going to be a fight uh, through and through to the end. I I think. Well, first, I'm I'm going to start off by thanking Jesus Christ for yes. the, for victory yes, for victory. Sir. You know, it, it, when 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 people turn back to to God, He does great things. You're right. You know. And, you know this has been a fight in this country. It, it should have never happened in the first place because um, you don't have a constitutional right to kill somebody, no, whether in the womb or out of the womb. I don't care. You know, you, you, we, we have seen in California where they're pu- putting up these bills that they want to be able to uh, give mothers the ability to um, to abort children, abort children. Um, up to as much as 30 days after the child has been born. Sick. That's murder. That's murder. Okay. It's murder in the womb. It's murder out of the womb. I don't care how you slice it. Um, it the, as far as the violence, um, it kind of goes with, uh, you know, with the Democrat Party. Yep. We know what their MO is. We know what they call for. They will actively call for violence against others and then turn around and and condemn anybody that is conservative um, that speaks out or, you know, goes and protests, uh, you know, a stolen election. (laughs) Yeah, we're terrorists if we do that. Yeah, I think that the um, I think that the left is going to keep amplifying this up, especially with the upcoming elections right Right, they're they're coming fast and furious. That's for sure. But I think we just have to keep our our foot on the gas pedal. You're absolutely right. This was never supposed to be a constitutional right. That's why it's always been controversial. This is in the state's hands. So for all the uh, the leftist groups out there, uh, you're you're in all your liberal states, your liberal liberal districts. You're still going to be able. To go and kill the child that's in your womb? Don't worry about it, you psychopaths. I mean, but these people, Brian, they are really sick people. I've seen some of these agitators. One of them, there was a woman. She looks like she was probably in her third trimester. She had it written on her stomach, not a human. This was a... This, you saw this one, right? Um, yeah, I saw that one. This is... Uh, this. These people are psychotic. I mean... I mean, you could tell she was fully developed. It was it. She was either in her the late second trimester or the third. These people actually, I mean, maybe they don't actually believe it themselves, but they try to make you think that they believe that it's not a human as long as it's in my tummy. It's not a person. I mean, that kind of flawed thinking shows you how psychotic they really are. Oh, I. I guarantee you if you went down to a beach where there was uh, turtle nesting grounds and you dug up some of those nests and wrote on that egg, not a turtle yet, and smashed all those eggs, I guarantee you those same people would lose their minds because that's how the left thinks. And I hate I hate saying left, right. It's just you, you, when you have no morals, that's how you think. You know, if you have a moral compass, if you have if you have the the least little glimmer of of spiritualism to you, um, you know that taking any life, I don't care if it's a if it's a if it's a turtle in an egg or a baby in a womb, yeah. you shouldn't be taking you shouldn't be taking life unjustly. Oh, that's, absolutely, that's just absolutely. Law, you know? So no, and I don't like throwing around left either. I I understand what you mean with that, and I I take that with a grain of salt too. 
the fact of the matter is, when it comes to the issue of abortion, I don't want to be lectured on why I should believe that abortion is okay. As a Christian, I can't do that. Uh, this is something that I've always believed in. I know it's something you've always believed in. I know CV believes in it, and I know most of the hosts on 94.9, if not all of them, believe in the right to life. But Of course. But the, you know, the, the interesting thing about it is I love when I see uh, these men with their hair buns and their, uh, you know, their sandals and their scruff beards and maybe uh, their little Leninist T-shirts talking about a woman's right. It really gives them... Uh, free reign to go and uh, do whatever they want with a woman, have no repercussions at all. And you know that's basically what it is for a lot of these people. It's a lack of wanting to have any kind of investment into a life or into something that you would have to care for or nurture. Because most of these people are cold, they're not nurturing, and if they were, they wouldn't think about being able to kill a child that, that has been in their in their being for nine months. Who can think of doing that? As you said, they can kill the child 30 days after out of the womb. I mean, that's just sick, man. Right. You know, well, you know, let's, let's, let's boil it really down to why the political um, Democrats and the political left are so upset about this because it really is going to start cutting into their um, organ harvesting of of fetal tissue and, right. and baby and baby parts um, because in 18 states after this decision came down uh, there was an outright ban on abortions in those states. Yeah. So um, an outright ban means that you just close the doors to Planned Parenthood and pa Planned Parenthood, let's just be real. That is the biggest money laundering agency of trafficking in human body parts ever to exist in human history. I want a Lamborghini. Yeah. If you remember that, <laughs> remember that statement with, uh, yep. with that vicious evil woman. All right, Brian, we're going to come back. We've got another uh, wonderful topic to talk about, and then we're going to have the pastor on, and we'll continue with the show. Don't go anywhere. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. After this, we have Pastor Jim Garlow coming on, spiritual leader and good friend of Donald J. Trump. There's going to be a big rally he's going to be talking about with him and his wife, and that'll be coming up on, I believe, July July 21st. But and he, he'll tell you all about it uh, next next topic. So in here, Brian... It's another big one for the Supreme Court. They issued the landmark ruling deciding that the EPA, the Environmental 
Protection Agency does not have absolute authority to set rules on carbon emissions from existing power plants. At issue in Western Virginia versus Environmental Protection Agency was whether an unelected bureaucracy, the EPA, has the power to issue business-killing, decarbonizing regulations at the whim. The court ruled today that the EPA overstepped its granted authority when it issued the Clean Power Plan. In the majority opinion, Chief Justice John Roberts declared that in certain extraordinary cases, both separation of powers and principles and practical understanding of legislative intent makes us reluctant to read into ambiguous statutory texts the delegation claimed to be lurking there. Utility Air 573 US at 324, which means nothing to us, to convince <laughs> us otherwise something more than a merely plausible textual basis for the agency's action in necessity. The agency instead must point to clear congressional authorization for the power it claims. All right, so John Roberts did something right for a change. Um, this really sent AOC over the wall. I don't know if you saw her tangent of well-versed uh, uh, diatribe that she released, Brian. These This week, Donald Trump has been heard loud and clear. And this is, in effect, a lot to do with the four years that we had and that we created. And it does show you that if we can either get Donald J. Trump back in or somebody that's of his ilk, we can turn this thing around. I know that the country right now is on fire, and obviously this administration is doing nothing to fix that. But these are all pretty big wins, Brian. Um... As far as the EPA goes, where do you see all this headed, and do you see this lagging on throughout the courts uh, through, you know, uh, a fight back from the liberals such as Obama and, and otherwise, and and what kind of win is this for us? Well, I, I think it's a win uh, for us, uh, the people, that, you know, Washington has been, um, they have been fluffed up, they have been... Um, overstepping their authority and, uh, on the American people for quite a while now. Oh yeah, you know, and and we see it with uh, our First Amendment, our Second Amendment. We see it with these bureaucratic, you know, sects of the government like the EPA. Mm. The EPA is not a governing authority. No. you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, now they are, they are given certain. Um, abilities, right, to 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 protect the environment, but they they have no uh, they have no legislative ability. They no. can't just say this is now the law. That is done by the Congress and by the Senate, purely. Yes, and signed into office by the president. You know, uh, you know, or signed into law by the president. Yes. So this, for me, I am kind of ecstatic because I have to deal with the EPA and so do you. Yes, I and, do. And um, anytime that the EPA can get punched in the face, um, fit figuratively speaking, is uh, is a great win for the American people. Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of these um, bureaucrats that try to post it up like the EPA or the DEP or the DC. 
they're all such great organizations and they're all looking for the betterment oh, the betterment yes. of our environment now i want everybody to understand the epa the dep the dc they're the same people that when there's a problem animal as they like to call them they go out and they kill it and they and they'll do that instead of relocating it these we're the barbarians though now the reason this calls out for liberals mostly this happens with the dep especially in connecticut is they don't give a damn they don't care about life or the sanctity of life period they only care when it's enshrined in politics and that's the problem i have with it especially when some kind of organization or or uh agency like the dep can go out and do these kind of things if you're relocating a bear instead of driving it down the state or maybe out of state and relocating it locating the bear they they kill it and nobody says a damn thing about it and these are supposed to be those that protect and enable uh, our wildlife that and it just goes to show you brian that they have they have no moral compass the only thing oh, they're yeah. in, they're in well, place you know, to it, do is one thing is that, regulate you know, us comes to mind what was uh, uh, Flint, Michigan? Yeah, I mean, did we all forget about Flint? Oh man, and the and the lead poisoning. Where where was the EPA there? Where was the DEC there? How come how come those poor people in that area are still having to deal with that kind of water quality in that city? And nobody's doing anything about it. Oh, you mean when Obama and flew so, when so Obama when, flew past so when them? You th- when when you're told that the EPA is this, you know, they're, they're, they're this, you know, benevolent, um, you know, caring, loving agency that is just out for the betterment of the environment and the earth. No, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's absolutely a lie. The government only wants to put in place these agencies. To put further regulations on the people. That's all it's there for. I would love to say that we have something out there that does this. And we do. But most of them you don't hear about. Most of them are uh, entrenched on the right. You know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of good people inside the NRA, for example, uh, that protect wildlife. You would never, ever hear that on any liberal station out there. That they actually have uh, a, a practice of going out and finding the older animals in order for that hunt. And they keep it to that level so they can keep the population in control. And they don't overhunt. Now, you have that versus the DEP who just goes out and if they have an issue... They just take the animal out. Now, I ask you, which one is worse? Of course, for the liberal, because it's the NRA, they're bad. So anything that has to do with uh, gun rights or hunting or... Well, I was was going to say, look what happened on Long Island where where they called all those deer. I mean, they took 3,800 deer in a single night. Yeah, that was wild. You know, so yeah. I mean, you want to know who you want to know who does more game wardens, game wardens do more to to protect uh, wildlife 
and the populations of wildlife than any other agency out there. They when 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 an eagle's injured, they're the ones that are you know picking it up, bringing it to a rehabber, oh, yeah. yep. and 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 getting that animal back out into the wild so that people can enjoy seeing those animals in in nature. They th- those are the real heroes, but they don't get the credit. No. And you're right, you know? and you're right, and you see a lot. You know what? A lot of them get the credit now a little more. You know why? They have a lot of shows on TV right now that show you what these game wardens actually do. Um, there's a show that they have that uh, they they film it in Alaska, and they show you what the game wardens do, and, and it does show them out there and dealing with the moose and dealing with the eagles and, and what they really do. So they get a little bit of credit, but you're right, and... Um, I would just urge everybody out there that has somehow taken offense to this move with the EPA uh, by by our Supreme Court to really look into it on what they do versus, uh, like Brian said, a game warden or look into some of what the NRA does as uh, on um, on some of the missions that they go out on. You'd be surprised to, to read into what what they actually do and what they actually accomplish they they accomplish a lot more than some scam organization like the DEP or the EPA or the DEC and I'm not saying that in a bad way Mr. Blotto <laughs> that's the DC they're not bad the DC's not bad but they all had they could all be better EPA is is another story all right listen Brian we got to get a we got to get pastor on and then we'll come back don't go anywhere 949 news down stimulating talk Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Make sure that you go over to freedomondeck.com and check everything that we have to offer for you there. I've been trying to get the next guest on for a couple weeks, but I'm glad we have him on for this week because there's a lot going on in his world. I'm talking about Pastor Jim Garlow from Wellverse. Now, Jim, you guys have a big conference coming up for the Wellverse Future Tell everybody, all of our listeners throughout Connecticut, Long Island, Rhode Island, where this is taking place, what you guys are doing, what you're talking about, and what Wellverse does. I sure will. Wellversed is a ministry. I, I was a pastor for many years, and I transitioned to working with government officials is bringing biblical principles of government to government leaders. Now, think of that thought for creativity, huh? Sure. <laughs> so our conference, Future Conference, is uh, essentially to, to help people understand how to respond to all the political topics today in bullet points. Survey shows the average person does not respond because, quote, I do not know what to say. So we're training them. Uh, this will be July the 20th, 21st, 22nd, Washington, D.C. We're in, actually in Arlington, Virginia, at the Marriott there. And they can go to wellversedworld.org and then click on Future Conference. Wellversedworld.org. Click on Future Conference. The first day is to teach them how to respond correctly to every political and governmental topic. It's a crash training. 
The second day is a little different. It's called soaring like an albatross because the albatross is a bird that can fly for up to five and six years without landing. And that's what people of values are having to do in this culture today. It's how to keep from being canceled, how to keep from being marginalized, or how to create an alternative or parallel universe. For example, many people of values are having their bank accounts frozen like Trudeau did up in Canada when he turned Canada into Cuba in one day. And then they started arresting pastors, so they turned into what they call China Duck is what they call it now. Mm. So how do we avoid that? How do we maintain our religious liberties? What if the church was forced to go underground? What if your kids are being forced to learn things you don't want them to learn, or you're forced out of the education, or you're locked into the education? What are your options to create an alternative universe? What if your doctor is one of those who stands against government coercion, so he loses his license? What's his what's your option to go to him or her? Or what if you're forced out of your health care because you don't want a governmental coerced vaccination of sorts? What are your options at that point? How do you create an alternative universe in terms of your own health care and provision? What do you do if you need a place of refuge? I hope no one ever needs that. I see this as like cancellation insurance. They, you have house insurance. I hope you don't need it. Car yeah. insurance. I hope you don't need it. Uh, life insurance. I hope you don't use it. But the fact is I'd rather have insurance and not need it than need it and not have it. So this information is power. So we teach people in all these respective areas. What about businesses that are being canceled? What about what about employees that are being uh, fired if they have particular values? What if you're canceled in your communication off social media, as all of us have been, and yes. even recently again? Or what if what if one of the major companies that runs your cell phone, they, they suddenly don't like your political views? What are your options at that point? We, can, we have fairly high-tech people coming to cover all the potential options. How do you function in a, effectively a parallel universe if the cancellation culture continues its present trajectory? That's July 20 and 21. The, sec, the last day, July 22, is unusual. It's, it's uncanceling George Washington, uncanceling Thomas Jefferson. We're taking bus tours to Jefferson's Monticello and to George Washington's Mount Vernon. We have lectures before talking about the greatness of these founding fathers. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> so it's ju ju July 2021 20, in Arlington, Virginia. Then go to wellversedworld.org, and then they click on Future Conference, and all this stuff comes up with all the information. And if they can't get there, we want them to come. But if they can't get there, uh, they can on register online as well. So when they register online, I'm, I'm assuming that they get to – to, to check out all the speakers anyway, correct? They get to watch it online live, and then that's on a Wednesday and a Thursday. Then we're going to rerun it on Friday evening, all day Saturday, and the following Sunday afternoon. So it gives them a whole other option uh, of watching it or rewatching it if they want to, if they can't make the Wednesday and Thursday. Because we go all day, Wednesdays, Wednesday and Thursday. And there's also one other thing, a part of this, is sure. on Wednesday night, we're doing a bus tour, taking people including the price, taking a, a tour of D.C., and then we take them to 2nd Street across from the Supreme Court. We give them a tour, a private walking tour, of about five major ministries that are involved there that, they, that people would be very encouraged to realize the presence of these ministries right across the street from the Supreme Court. So we do a walking tour, kind of like a trick-or-treat trick walk at one block, but then we give a tour of D.C. So 45 speakers. Uh, uh, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman and Attorney Matt Staver. I saw that. Co-host with me. Big and stars, big stars. Or loves her family enough 
that they prepare to take care of themselves so they can take care of others. They take care of their children, take care of their – and my, my mother is still living. She's 101, and, and she, she lives by herself, by the way, and could still drive. Amazing. And a better driver than everybody else out there. But the point is you take care of your loved ones, old or young, around you, and you love your neighbors enough to be prepared because there's enough warning signs of potential calamity that we ought to be prepared for that kind of thing. That's a prudent, righteous act. It's a big one. And being up by the Supreme Court, uh, there is a big win for the right for life. I'm sure that you have your opinions on that. Real quick, uh, how big was this win uh, for the right for life, for the right for life movement? Well, I'll just say this. Babies should not be dismembered with no anesthesia, chopped up and cut up in the womb. That is barbaric. And in the future, I, I've taken people on tours of Europe. My PhD is in historical theology. I take people on tours overseas. My wife's been to Israel 71 times. We meet with government elite. My ministry, we've met with 10 heads of state, presidents and prime ministers so far. And, and, and that's the calling I have is to try to bring biblical principles of governance. It's not right anywhere to, to murder and slaughter people. I've taken people to the concentration camps, uh, tours there, Buchenwald on several occasions. My wife's been to Auschwitz. And the fact is, someday they're going to tour the abortuaries, the killing centers of America, and grandkids are going to look at their grandparents and say, where were you when this was going on? 63 million babies and you did nothing? You Pastor, it's a, Pastor and, the, and it's so evil to see that uh, some of these groups from the left are now doxing the children of the Supreme Court justices. These people are just, they're bad people. There's no, there's no other way to say it. Well, if you support killing the most innocent, a baby in the womb, then be assured you're gonna you're gonna do other violent acts. That's the nature of it. And we had the, another great win, Supreme Court. And that's the Carson case out of Maine. Yes, sir. Religious liberty. The Coach Kennedy case out of Washington State. Yes, that is huge. Big it, one. It removes, big one. It removes what's called lemon, the lemon test, and so consequently, we'll actually have religious liberty like the Constitution envisioned. Think of that one. And uh, then bringing down the control of of the agencies. Yes, uh, which I think is happening today. That is major news happening. We're actually going to we, we're seeing uh, jurisdictionally, at least we're, we're judicially rather, I should say, we're actually seeing a return to what the Constitution is all about. It's Imagine fa- that. Pastor, is it fair to thank President Trump? Oh, my goodness. Three people on the three members of the court, all those who, who get so, so frustrated with his mean tweets. <laughs> I don't I don't defend, defend the mean tweets. So be it. We just we just saved millions of babies. Yes. Goodness. Yes. My goodness. We owe we owe so much to him. Yes. And, and his guts and courage. Courage. Amen. Is pretty pretty sad with with all his flaws that everybody likes to point out. This man's policies were like about ninety eight percent right, and that's the highest of anybody I can think in my lifetime. And I have followed politics every day since August the thirteenth of my ninth year on this earth. I've been following it forever. For <laughs> since I was nine years of age, every day I got hooked on it at that age. Well, Pastor Garlow, I think seen. you you would you would also concede that there's only been one perfect man that's ever set foot on the face of the earth. So um, we deal with a lot of imperfections, but imperfections uh, sometimes can be a good thing. Yeah, and that one perfect man, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for my sins. Yes, sir. So as I yield my life to Him, I can receive His forgiveness and the fullness of the Holy Spirit to walk above the sins that used to take me out. 
So I praise God for the person Jesus Christ. Thanks for thanks for queuing me up for that one. <laughs> Pastor Garlow, say one more time where everybody goes and checks you out, and we are definitely going to come on. Yeah, well-versed, with a D on the end, wellversedworld.org. Scroll down so they see future conference. I'll see on my picture there. Click on that word future conference, and it all will pop open. It's July 2021, and then the tours are on uh, July 22. So it's a Wednesday, Thursday. And some tours on Friday, optional if they want those. And and that all takes place in Arlington at a hotel. That, they'll see the hotel information there at the Marriott Hotel. They can sign up and come in person. We'd love to have them in person. Or if they can't, then sign up uh, online. Pastor Jim Garlow, thank you f- so much for everything you do. You're doing God's work. Thank you so much, Chad. Thank you very much, everybody. That was the one and only Pastor Jim Garlow. Make sure you go and check out Wellverse. This is going to be something you want to be a part of. 94.9 News Now and stimulating Talk Fox News Radio. Get tired. You're talking to a tourist whose every moves among the purists. I get my kids above the waistline, sunshine. All right, everybody, welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk, the Rednecks Return is what we're calling the show today, (laughs) with my man Brian back behind the mic. All right. Yes, sir. So there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on, Brian. Some of it, of course, has been played up theater uh, from the grandiose kind. We had to hear uh, John Labutlia on Wednesday wax poetically about basically testimony about nothing. Multiple claims made by the former White House aide that was challenged by eyewitnesses that includes two Secret Service agents are offering to testify that Donald Trump did not, in fact, karate chop them in the throat and attempt to grab the wheel of a presidential <laughs> vehicle. A White House lawyer also disputed Miss Hutchinson, which is the uh, woman that testified. Sorry if I didn't get that name out first. Hutchinson's claim that she wrote a note regarding Donald Trump's response to January 6th, noting that his and others' prior testimony confirms he wrote it. Now Hutchinson's story is crumbling further. During her testimony, Hutchinson claimed that uh, Chipotle told her, whoever that is, her boss, sorry, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, that former President Donald Trump should not go to the Capitol on January 6th. Hutchinson testified that Chipotle said, we're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if Trump went to the Capitol. Multiple sources, including one who was at the White House on January 6th, tell me Chipotle was not there in the AM when Hutchinson testified she spoke with him. Posebic tweeted on Wednesday evening, the January 6th committee is aware of this discrepancy, according to prospect. All right, listen. The fact that they got in front of America and pulled this, including 
Miss Liz Cheney, whose father is one of the most disgusting warmongers on the face of the earth, the fact that they get up in front of the world and constantly lie about Donald Trump is not even the most disturbing thing about the whole thing. The most disturbing thing about it is how many times they do it and get away with it. You go back to that psychopath, the one with the uh, big eyes there, you know, um, the same guy that sits on the committee that brought this to our attention, uh, you know, uh, the same guy that got in front of the world and lied about a complete phone call that he made up in his head and testified that Donald Trump made. Now, of course, it wasn't in front of a jury, but the fact is, it's a testimony to the American people. The American people hear it, the dumb ones that don't check anything think it's true, and the ones that actually listen to shows like this or Lee Elsie or Mike Savage and what have you, maybe we'll hear it coming from us that say it is a bunch of BS. The fact of the matter is, though, they still report on it anyway, Brian, and they do it again and again and again. And what should happen is when they lie like this in front of the world, even though it's not under oath, I think that there should be charges brought up, and I think they should at least sit in front of some kind of judge and express why they lie to the world about a former president of the United States when it has to do with something that is, uh, you know, it could be considered national security issues, I would think, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, for me, uh, the biggest issue for me with all of this is uh, I didn't know that Donald Trump knew martial arts. I mean, uh, no. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in the dark. Well, and and, it's, and, it's, and I just and, and, and now that I know it, I only have more questions because um, was it an, indeed a karate chop or was it more like a jujitsu? <laughs> Was it like a jujitsu hammer strike? You know well, what I mean. Well, he mean, does. He is friends with Sean Hannity, to be fair. Uh, and, so he's yeah, learning and, those karate chops from Sean Hannity, probably. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and and, he, and and I know he does have plenty of connections to the WWF and 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 WWE, and yeah, whatnot. So, so you got- know, so I'm sure he's probably learned a couple of you know a thing or two, probably from Stone Cold. Uh, Stone Cold gave him the Stone Cold Stunner. A couple of, uh, years I, back, remember that one? I I bet you Trump probably showed him that move. Yeah, you probably did, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trump. You ain't gonna you know, fire me. Yeah, what? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they call they they called the sweet Trump music. You know what it is? Um, you know what it is, Brian? It's so outlandish. This story. <laughs> this story is so stupid. It's almost unimaginable that anyone would believe it. Well, you know, and they always get. They always get these like like when I look at this woman and I'm just like dumb, dumb, dumb. I mean, what is the credibility? She is is like it's like they they have a mold for them. If you were to put her and AOC next to each other, it's just like they're the same. They're the same cutout. It's just different races, you know. And it's she's the- white and AOC's uh, you know Hispanic, and you know AOC's <laughs> AOC's more white than Hispanic. That that girl grew up in. Uh, Grew up, I I believe it was in very well. Wine Danch, or was that uh, yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah. West, uh I think Westchester? It, oh, Westchester, <laughs> even better. 
you know, the thing is, though, you see these characters, they get in front of the world, they say the same thing, and the same dumb people follow it and believe it every time. It's the same people that when Jussie Smollett came and said the most ridiculous story that was unbelievable from the very get-go, all the news agencies reported on it. It was amazing to me. I watched the Dave Chappelle special, and he goes, people got upset at us because we weren't supporting the gay black man. The LGBT community got upset with us, but they didn't realize by us not supporting him, we were supporting him because we knew he was lying. There was no way that that happened. So it's like, you know, and and I remember when you were saying, I was watching the special, the Dave Chappelle special, and you could see some of the very liberal and two women in the art you could see they were lesbians and they looked yep. ticked off that he was talking about this in that kind of way and for me if let's say we turn the world upside down both me and you are these lefties i would look at any of these stories and i'll be like man i can't get behind this this is ridiculous how can i believe this it's so obvious that they're lying and and the part about it that should really bother everybody is this happens on a routine basis. If we went through every stupid story that they conjured up only to go after Donald J. Trump that was so unbelievably wrong, uh, we would be, we could make a month's worth of shows just on that, Brian. It's sad. Well, and you want to know, I mean, if I'm sure he, he's probably already on it, but you know that he's going to sue for defamation of character. Oh, yeah, I know. Because because you know she's bullface lying. We all know where the president sits in that limo. You know what I mean? Like yes. it, it, we all know where the president sits in that limo. He doesn't sit up by the little divider so that he can roll the thing down and smack. You know, give give a bitch slap to the driver um, who's actually going to save his life. You know what I mean? If something was to happen, right? right. I mean, let's face it. Th- those drivers are actually trained for you know evasive maneuvers and getting the heck out of Dodge oh, to protect the president. I mean, so so you really think the president? Let's think about the character of the president. This is the, this is the president who's when when one of the Marines uh, next to the helicopter. Um, his hat fell off. The president went and picked it up, put it back on his head, brushed it off, and gave him a pat on his shoulder and said, you're doing a great job. You know, that's the kind of character that Donald Trump has. And then he's just going to he's just gonna karate chop or hit his driver. It's so stupid. Mr. President, you're so good at karate. You took your driver out, who is an ex-Navy SEAL, and you karate chopped him in the neck... How I mean, geez, you know, Brian. What's what's amazing is they they say that Donald Trump is a very weak, fragile man. But clearly, if he can judo chop one of these, and what, like you said, probably ex-military, <laughs> probably knows karate himself, probably knows every form of mixed martial arts. If Donald Trump can take him out, I guess he's a pretty tough guy. So they've got to take one or the other. They can't get it All both right, ways. On. We have to end. We have to end this segment like this. We have to each give our best Donald Trump saying hiya. So I'll go first. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right. Hey, listen. Um, we're gonna come back. 
We've got one more guest to go, Rocky, and then we're going to end the show up. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. Now, what kind of a guru are you anyway? Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. One of my favorite people is on the line with us. He is the immensely popular host of the Rocky Radio Show, heard only here on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Fox News Radio. I'm talking about Rocky himself. Rocky, it's been a while since you've been on the program. We've been catching up with you. You were on Lee a few times this past week. Also, you did a great job on what patriotism is, and we yes. heard that on Friday. You did a brilliant job with that. And from what I understand, when you went on leave before before yep. Friday, you, you were talking about some signatures that you needed to get, and you came up with more than enough signatures, so you're official. Yes, yes. Hello, Chad, and oh. uh, uh, my my regards to your audience, uh, the the popular freedom on deck uh listeners on 94.9 yes i call i went on the lee Elsie show to ask for a few more we needed some we needed some uh, signature to, for me to qualify by june 30th we needed to reach 300 and i think we were down to 254 which was pretty good yeah but uh as of last evening uh, not even late last evening. Uh, so a few more online. We could have gotten a few more that I'm not aware of. Is of like seven o'clock last evening. We had, I believe, three hundred and thirty-three. But let's say three hundred and thirty okay. signature in in district. Okay. So we're thirty above and beyond the number required. Now that that means moving forward, you're all hands on deck now. Well, now, now we're going to have to raise more money. Uh, we got to reach the goal is 17300 so that we qualify for the state of Connecticut giving us some advertising money uh, so we can pay for, you know, lawn signs and uh, brochures. and. Uh, so the, um, Is know. that so the Democrats can drive over them and rip them out of the lawn? <laughs> God. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you, we, we are – committed to be honorable because we believe we are called by God's name we believe we're going to do the things properly yeah and and therefore the victory is ours because we are on the right side of things you are on the do, right side they can do what they can do whatever shenanigans they want they're good at it we're good at standing tall and standing firm and and stand for what we believe what's in our hearts I don't know if your audience know this, but since ever since I've been on the 94.9 for all, almost eight years, pretty soon it'll be eight years. I know, I know. My, our shows started just about a week apart. It's going to be eight years. I never read notes. I never prepare anything. I just go on the air and talk. I remember, whatever Rocky, my, when I first met heart, you at the Evil Olive Oh, yes, for the yes. king of the collars is the first time and and lee said hey you want to meet rocky and uh yeah. I, when i met you it was a little intimidating because i had heard you for a couple of years with lee and yeah. for me i'd only been calling in for a few months but 
you were always so gracious and so nice to everybody yeah. and uh, and just very warm. But I wanted to talk a little bit about moving forward with your campaign. You know, when it comes to conservatives, a lot of the times we're told that we should stand stand down we should uh we should be nice we shouldn't be confrontational yeah how's it working out with those it's not it's (laughs) not it's not although a lot of folks on our side seem to not get that but that's okay but besides the fact um what do we do moving forward as far as being uncompromising about our morals and about the fiber of the united states of america moving forward with your campaign you are not going to back down, and I know that, and that's why I, I've always had such great respect for you. It's not in our DNA. It's right. not in our beliefs. Anyone that holds some incredible truths that I've given, my experience of my life that brought me to struggle against the Navy rule, situation in the Navy, the, the things that I share on my, on my show yes. have been proven to me that to stand firm and stand for what is good and what is proper, you you should not ever back down ever. It, it, there's there's no winning by backing down. There isn't. And we've had a lot of winning, really, for the American people with yeah. these Supreme yeah. Court justices. It's yeah. amazing to me. I know your story. You survived as a child, as a baby. Yes. You weren't supposed yes. to be, and we right? see all these leftists out there that that are so upset that they can no longer rip children apart inside the womb or outside the womb, whether they survive abortion or not. Uh, moving forward, I assume with uh, with your campaign, it's going to be pro-life. It's going to be pro-2A. Um, are you yeah. worried about the backlash that some of these leftists well, might yeah, send your way? Well, I'm being, I've been made aware that that's going to be a, a topic. But listen, if somebody wants to know who where I stand... I've been saying the same thing for seven and a half years on the air. It not, the message hasn't changed because that's what it is. And, and to to get back to the what they're doing nowadays, do you remember the governor, of, the previous governor of Virginia, Northup, that said yes. with his own face, his own mouth, he says, we'll deliver the baby, we'll make the baby comfortable, so the baby's alive, he's out of the womb, and then the mother decides with her doctor what to do. And I said on the air, when that beast said that about a couple of years ago, I said, that baby that's out of the womb is a United States citizen. Keep your paws, your filthy, dirty paws off that child. It's a sickening statement. I remember it's, when he made it. Yeah, it's, it's on. unacceptable. I saw these. A baby uh, out of the womb and then they can still kill it because the mother... No. And they're crazy, Rock. The other day they were having, you know, because a lot of these folks are going out to the streets now and getting violent, and you got Antifa threatening these pro-life centers, who, by the way, had nothing to do with any of the, the these pro-life centers. It's just a place where women can go and get help to actually keep the child. Yes. So they're threatened yes, by that, yes. and they're, they're and insane, these, these people. But suppose these are women, and they want to do something different. What's the problem? I, well, that's it. I think Satan's at the wheel for them. That's what it is. Ted, do you remember January 21st, 2017, the 20th, Donald Trump got sworn in as 45th president of the United States. On the 21st, 
it was a women's march in Washington, D.C. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, sir. Where the, where the Ashley Judd with those yes, stupid hats, whatever. Madonna, you know the whole nine, they, yeah. They, yeah, did you know that they forbid pro-life women to march in that women's march? But yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. They're women, and they believe something different. What is your problem? It, it is such a weird... It's and that was a, that whole situation, Rocky, was insane. I remember, I remember them telling the pro-life women that they couldn't march, and then somebody, I believe it was either Tucker Carlson, it showed this imagery of this woman who attended mosque during this march, and she had her and her little baby kneeling in front of the Quran. Uh, in, exactly. while the speakers were, uh, the Muslim speakers put them to the back of the line because they were women, and and this was the whole yeah. idea that they didn't understand that women are second class when it comes to that. Yeah. But yeah. then, but then a, a woman that wants to support life here in the United States gets chased away. I mean, these people are just insane. No, they they are they are totally committed to left wing ideology, which comes from Marxism, Leninism, and they are not they are not republic. They they don't believe in Republican. I mean, into into a freedom of speech and freedom. No, if you don't go along with them, like Mr. Biden said uh, to the to that reporter who was black, and he says, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. How, that's their mindset. Of course it they is. In other words, uh, they don't have the right to think what they will. Why? And when Suppose they say some women choose to do this, or some women choose not to do that, what what's your problem? And well, Rocky, problem you saw is, Chuck Schumer again saying, "Hey, we got to yeah. go. All you justices, you will reap the, what you sow." I yeah. mean, this guy is the calling world, for violence. Yeah. You're a start of the world when you. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's they it's, do it all the time, Rock. Well. The truth is that we should stand for what we believe. Tucker Carlson is doing a pretty good job. I'm not that excited about Fox News anymore, but there are <laughs> still some people. Careful. Hey, hey Chad, if it wasn't so if it wasn't so cold, I would move to South Dakota. Oh. They got a governor that is more courageous. I know. He's great. Christine uh, she she is soft spoken strong firm great they didn't close one day at all she didn't mandate anything to anyone and look we, look we have, look what we have yeah it's like a bad you and your audience and god bless america god bless you rocky everybody that's the one and only the rocky radio show weird don't go anywhere a lot more show to go here 94.9 news now and stimulating talk stop wasting my time Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Man, it was like uh, Back to the Future today for me with Brian Bro on the on the line. You know, it's 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 been a while without you. It's been a long two months with C, with CV and me 
but it's good to have you back. And there's been so much to talk about, and there's so much to catch up with you about on your unique perspective about what's going on in the country. And, it, you know, I don't feel like we have enough time, so I wanted to do this segment as we do a roundup. There's things on the horizon. Right now, we're starting to see the effects of a food shortage. Uh, we have talked about it here and there, myself and CV. We've talked about um, how they're planning something big and something that you mentioned was the collapse of the dollar and uh, maybe the end of paper money and 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 basically how the banks would go upended and that they would do it in a way uh, that would be like kind of like a smart way to do it so the American people don't freak out. And you're on board with Gordon Vidal, who's kind of gone in the same direction. This is a frightening prospect. This would be something of a catastrophic event in the country. Oh, it's going it, to... It, it is going to happen, period. It is going to happen. They, It's part of Agenda 2030. It's part of their Great Reset. Yep. Uh, you know... You you really need to start waking up, you know, and and people go, well, you know, like, well, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if they collapse, know. The, you know, know, if they collapse the money. Well, here's what I would do. I, I mean, if it were me, I would if if uh, if I had to try to say, OK, so if I had fifty thousand dollars in my hand and it was worth nothing. Then it's it, it's nothing. Right. But if you have fifty thousand dollars before it is nothing, you you turn around and you make that into something that is worth something. Because when this does happen, you know uh, uh, that can of corn in your pantry is going to be worth more than the, right. than the dollar bill. Um, you know, more than a more oh, than a hundred dollar yeah. bill. Right, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. The hundred dollar bill won't do nothing but light a fire in the in the in the uh, you know in the wood stove, so to speak, because that's how it is in Venezuela. Yep. So it's gonna happen here, and it's it and it's gonna happen not just here, but it's gonna happen on a global scale because they need to bring in a one world government with a one world currency. That is the setup, and that's the whole reason that they set the election up as they did. This would not be happening at an accelerated rate if not for that setup election. So now um, the, the question is, how fast does this happen? What do you think? How, how long will this snowball take to turn into a, uh, an avalanche? Well, I think if, if if people are smart, that they will start to you should start to think on these terms now. You know what I mean? Yep. And I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to slow play this. They're going to they're going to they're going to kind of put dribs and drabs. And we've seen uh, that bank in Australia that um, told their customers that's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're not taking any, they're not taking any more deposits. They have until July 5th to get all their money out of their bank accounts or to transfer the funds to another bank. And that's it. And and it's not a large bank. You know, it's like kind of like one of those like community bank type of things. You know, they only have like 3000 or 3,500 customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the point is. That's you're gonna start seeing this from these little banks. You're gonna start seeing that. You're not gonna see the Chase Manhattan fold up, right? But 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 they are. Trust me, Chase Manhattan 
and all these large banks. They're no. They're all yeah. The you know the, the you know Charles Schwab's and all. They're all they, in on the deal. They know. Yeah, because they're all going to benefit from it. It's just how when. I, I couldn't even begin to speculate. I'll, I'll say this. It can't be that far off because 2030 is not far off either, is it? So if it's if it's next year or the year after or, you know, by the end of this year, who knows? But I'll tell you this. It's going to be it's going to be sooner than it is later. And you can't really over prepare for it. So you should the listeners out there. You know, start to look into other assets, start to think about what you're going to do to protect your assets and what you have and your home and your livelihood. And you know what? It's kind of something that the pastor talked about today. There's going to be a push after they free, and they could start to freeze accounts. They, and then it's going to get to the point where there's going to be a shutdown of our way of life. And that's what brings in... Um, that's what brings in the new world order that we're talking about with uh, with the with agenda 2030. This is not just a push to take people's assets. That's one part of it. The other part is to transform the United States of America and they will take your religious virtues. They will take anything that they can take from you. They will do it. This is going to turn into something very bad and once it does that there's no turning back. It's going to be a fight between good and evil. And unfortunately, right. um, the evil side is already preparing for it. Sure, they already. But but listen, the 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 good side has already been prepared for it because God is uh, God uh, has already uh, spoken it. <laughs> I guess the, the reason the, I the say game, it, the game has been won, so to speak. Yeah, you know I guess the I mean? reason like, I say it like that, Brian, is because there's a lot of good people out there that don't want to believe it. And well, they're gonna it, they're, they're gonna be hit with a with a with a really really hard dose of reality soon, because I'll tell you, you got to think of it in terms of this. I mean, you know. It, it, if if this comes about, it's going to make the Great Depression look like a walk in the park. Right. And 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 during the Great Depression, it wasn't money that that was valuable. It was the things that you could barter. You know what I mean? So like, I need to heat my house with you know with with wood, and and you're a wood you know you sell firewood. Yeah. Well, you know I I could barter you know food or I could barter my services. You know what I mean? And, and labor or whatever. You need to start thinking on those terms. So you know if you if you got money in the bank's not doing you any good if you're not preparing for uh, the ability to to. Um, you know, to, to to not only survive, and but to also help others around you when this happens, because you're going to have to stick together. You know what I mean? It, 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 otherwise, it's just going to be absolute chaos, and people are just going to be killing each other for anything and everything. Oh, I agree, 110. percent It's not the uh, scary to death hour here on FOD, but no, I, it's not. I think it's it's a you know prep you for the possibility of it coming sooner than later. And obviously, if if your heart is in the right spot and you're true with God, I mean, you'll be fine because this is a vessel. Um, you know, there there's going to be more than this. There's, this is, there's so much more than this. But at the same time, your family needs you for survival. So there's... 
There's always a reason to try to push to preserve what we have and preserve preserve America. It's going to be very hard because there are so many people that are out there that want to take us down brick by brick, Brian. So yeah, you know, I mean, it, I think there's going to be. There's going to be people that are going to um, that are going to resort to violence and things like that. Um, but you know, th- there's going to be just as many people that won't. You know, and and if you if you have been living in a hole for the last two years of the pandemic and uh, the the 78 million uh, chickens that they've culled since January and the 10,000, you know, beef cows that, you know, got bloat on one farm in Texas, you know, 10,000 cows. You know what I mean? Like you, you can, I think after the last two years, anybody that's listening to this radio show can kind of read between the lines and see what's going on in the world and, and understand that something is askew. That's all I'm saying. You need to start to think on, on, on terms of I need to protect me, my family, my children, the, my neighbors, the people I love. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Because that's where it's coming down to. Absolutely. Listen, everybody, it should be the three amigos back this weekend coming up. We've got more great guests, some some really first-timers coming on. So we urge you to listen back on Saturday. Come here. Same freedom time. Same freedom station. Freedom on deck. Only here on 94.9 News Now and stimulating talk. God bless the United States of America. Have a good day. <laughs>